This portion of the Calvin K.O. Show brought to you by Anchor is now brought to you by our newest sponsor, a video game, Fortnite. It's free to download. It is on multiple platforms. It's one of the few games where you allegedly can play. You can play with and against players on different platforms. It's free. It's fun. It's rated teen. And you are guaranteed to lose about five hours of your life in a blink of an eye. It's that addicting. It's fun. I don't know if you've got Fortnite, but I do. And it's awesome. And if anybody's out there looking for a, a group matchup or a, some type of battle, you can hit me up. I'm on the PS4, Cal, K-A-L, and the number's 933. Once again, Cal and KO brought to you by our newest sponsor, the video game Fortnite. You should have this in your life. Trust me. Happy Monday to you and yours. Today's topics, Billboard Music Awards, UFC, and the NBA Conference Finals. Let's go. Billboard Music Awards were on Sunday night. Not going to talk about the whole show, just a few things that stood out to me. Kelly Clarkson was the host. I thought she did a damn good job. She was pretty funny. I like her opening monologue and the way she presented herself, saying that she's there to be a fan and not do some funny stand-up or some crazy monologue. And then she goes into this song parody where she's doing everyone else's song. She even rapped Kendrick Lamar, Be Humble. It was pretty damn fresh. Uh, So shout out to Kelly Clarkson as the host of the Billboard Music Awards. Let's start with the first and most important thing to me about the night was my wife, Jenna Jackson, getting the Icon Award. And it was her first TV performance in 10 years, you know, since we all got to see the, the wardrobe malfunction. And every kid's dream became a reality when we got to see Jenna's titty. It's a beautiful thing. Anyways, it was her first TV performance in 10 years, and she didn't disappoint. She looked good. She she went through all of the hits. She was moving on point. It was a great performance. It was cool to see her there. Some of the other Jacksons in the crowd. That's my wife, you know. You know, and I, I love me some Janet, and good for her. Another thing that stood out to me was that new J-Lo and DJ Khaled Cardi B song. Oh. My. Goodness. That shit slapped. First and foremost, J-Lo still puts on an amazing show. The fact that she was doing this performance for Billboard in Vegas where she has a residency made it easy for her to just take what she does and bring it there. But that new song that they got is absolute fire. DJ Khaled's a waste of space on stage when it comes to a live show. I mean, they could just have him say another one on the track. They don't need him on stage with a cigar in a recliner just to stand up and go, another one. Damn it, you can pre-record that. Nonetheless, the song is fire. J-Lo looked good. Cardi wasn't there to perform live with them, so they had her on the screen. Anyways, the track, fire. Uh, There's a new boy band out there. They go by the name of BTS. I've never heard of these guys. This was my first time seeing them, so I'm unhip to the game as it comes to the boy band world. I'm not so sure what I think about this boy band BTS They look like a bunch of cliches just all put together. A big clusterfuck of every stereotypical boy band thing. That's what they did. Nothing so great, in my opinion. The dance moves were kind of cool, but they weren't like the Jabberwockies. They weren't 
um, in sync. In sync was pretty fresh when they used to move. I'm just they weren't new addition with they dance moves. Not you know for the old head old heads out there. And then they looked like they had like Beatles haircuts, Beatles Justin Bieber haircuts. They did the dancing. They had the guy that kind of looked like the bad boy, but then they were wearing makeup. I don't know what the hell to think about this group BTS, but the girls were screaming every time they popped up on the damn Jumbotron. Uh, John Legend was performing last night his new song. And at the end of the song, I don't know if the crowd wasn't feeling the song or not, but they made sure to flash up this group BTS on the screen to make sure that as his song ended, the crowd made a loud ass scream and applause to make it appear like they were screaming for John Legend. That was some good uh, production timing right there. I'll, I'll shout out to the producer of the Billboard Awards for that. That was clever. But I want to finish talking about the Billboard Music Awards, 2018 Billboard Music Awards by speaking on the people that they used to f- finish up the show, which is Salt and Pepper and Invo closing out the show. My question is why? I mean, I'm an old school head, but damn, Salt and Pepper to close out the 2018 Billboard Music Awards? I, I don't get it. You had just got done giving out the biggest award of the year, which is Artist of the Year. And the people in that award are pretty much all in their 20s. And then you have somebody come out on stage. And the first thing out their mouth was 30 years ago, Salt and Pepper Push It was one of the biggest hits on the Billboard charts. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, don't get me wrong. I like to see some Salt and Pepper every once in a while. I'm a DJ who fucks with Spinderella. She's a beast on them decks. But... Who was scheduling the performances and thought it was a good idea to have Salt and Pepper and In Vogue in 2018 close out a show on the nationally televised show? I mean, that J Lo should have been the, the closer. That was dope. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. But am I being too hard on them for having old ass salt and pepper and in vogue close out the show i loved it i mean there was only two of the four original in vogers there but that's neither here nor there whatever i don't want to sound too salty but it's billboard awards and you've been doing a bunch of young stuff the whole night and then that was your closer i wonder if someone didn't show up Like maybe they were supposed to have a scheduled closer who didn't show up. So then they threw salt and pepper in last minute. Maybe they brought it to salt and pepper and invokes attention like, hey, we're going to have you guys close out the show. But in the event that the show runs long, you guys will still perform. But they're not going to see that on the nationally televised airing of the program, which that would make sense. But it was funny to see that they were promoting salt and pepper like the whole show coming up and coming up and coming up. I'm like, man, somebody fucked up to have them go last. I'm just saying, like, who would you guys have like? Who do you think should be headlining like the close out the show for the 2018 Billboard Musical Awards? I mean, they were honoring Taylor Swift, and Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and Chance the Rapper. You've got 21 Savage. He's up for new artists. Khaled. You got all these people there. Salt and pepper? Come on, man. I'll get off my soapbox now.
Cal and KO. We're brought to you by Anchor. We'll be back. Let's go into the MMA world. The UFC is considering signing former defensive tackle in the NFL and woman beater. Say what? Greg Hardy to a UFC contract. My question to you guys out there in the MMA world is do you think it's a good look for the UFC? Real Sports on HBO, they did a a, uh, a segment on mixed martial arts fighters and the violent lives that some of them have outside of the octagon and they were making a big deal about it and some of it was domestic towards their their significant others uh greg hardy's already got that checkered pass when it comes to putting his hands on women ufc just had another situation as far as what conor mcgregor acting an ass and throwing dollies at the bus and injuring other fighters on a card that he wasn't even involved in so taking all of these things into consideration as far as the PR aspect and mind you I've never seen Greg Hardy fight I don't know what his skills are like in the octagon I just know he likes to put hands on women which is not a good move move bitch get out the way get out the way bitch get out the way so all things considering if he's good enough to fight well let's just assume he's good enough to fight do you think the UFC should take the PR hit in bringing him into their organization? Let's leave that one out there for you guys. It's Cal and KO. We're brought to you by Anchor. I personally don't think that they should bring him in. It's not going to hurt them to bring him in. But then again, why do you need to? Right? I mean, I figure you should let him go earn his stripes in Bellator, which I think they own. Or some of these other little low market ones. And let, let's see what he's about and then bring him in. The fact that they're thinking of signing him off the top, it makes me feel like it's strictly a PR move and they're just signing this guy because of his name. That's my opinion. What's yours? It's Calicao. We're brought to you by Anchor. All right, so the NBA conference playoffs are getting interesting. They have gotten interesting. Shit has gotten real. Last time we did the podcast, I had commented in the Western Conference after Game 1 that Mike D'Antoni was a damn fool if he didn't switch up what he did from Game 1 moving forward into Game 2. He sounded like he was going to be stubborn and stick with what he did. Harden was co-signing on it. And silly for me, I I fell for the okey-doke. You know, I took him at his word. What I saw in Game 2 was completely different than what I saw in Game 1. They were doing a lot more cutting and moving without the ball than they normally do. They still ran ISO, but they definitely switched it up with some of the movement that they were doing off-ball. They kind of looked like the dubs. Good for Dan Tony for having a poker face and saying it like he was really going to just be stupid and stubborn and stick to what he did and not make coaching adjustments. Good for the Rockets for the adjustment and the ass whooping that they put on the dubs in game two in Houston. They needed to do that, but we just had game three on Sunday and the Warriors came back and beat them by 41. Oh my goodness. I mean, Steph Curry was non-existent in the first two quarters of game three he hadn't really made any three-point shots in games one or two either kd was pretty much carrying the load so in game three steph curry starts out cold like he had in the first two games and then he exploded in the third quarter started making his threes getting to the lane which he had been doing he just wasn't making threes started started saucing up james harden hitting him with the shimmy 
Then he started, you know, dropping F-bombs in the Oracle and his mama saying that he needed to wash his mouth out with soap. Nonetheless, it's a series. It's 2-1. Game 4 is on Tuesday. Dubs up two games to one. Hopefully they get game four. They go back to Houston in game five with a 3-1 lead. I have predicted that this will go six games and Golden State wins it in game six in Oracle for the record. That's what I believe. Uh, but so far, I'm, uh, hopefully Steph Curry is, is back and, he, and he's, he's hitting this. And, it, and it's going to be a problem for Houston to see what they do when KD and Steph are both popping and the defense is causing problems western conference finals it's getting thick man and then on the eastern side cleveland came back and made it a series in game in game three once everybody thought that they were all done because boston beat the brakes off of them in the first two games in boston which in in a series they really just did what they're supposed to do protect home court cleveland did the same in game three and they came out and they shut boston down game four is about to start here on this monday and the question will be, is Cleveland going to be able to show up and do in Game 4 what they did in Game 3? Or are they going to go back to being Cleveland, Jekyll and Hyde, what, like they were in the first two games of the series? And to also, this isn't shade at Boston, but you know, keeping it 100, you know, Boston's kind of done this not only in the playoffs. They've only won one playoff road game so far. That was a game in Philly. But they've been... You know, either the best team in the Eastern Conference or some nights they look like the worst team in the Eastern Conference when that offense isn't clicking. We know that they don't got Kyrie. They don't got Gordon Hayward. They're offensively uh, deficient, but they run a very efficient offense based off of their defense. But sometimes the shots just don't fall. And in game three, the shots weren't falling for the Celtics. Cleveland had stepped up their defense. The role players for the Cavs were also hitting shots. They're going to do that at home. This game four is pivotal. What's going to happen? Does Cleveland protect their home court and make this a series at 2-2? Or do they go back to Boston down 3-1? What do you guys think about these NBA conference finals? Get back at us. It's Cal and K.O. Calakeo brought to you by Anchor. We always appreciate you for rocking with us. I say it, and I will say it time and time again. And it's that time where I want to show our appreciation to you, our listeners. It's Anchor Shoutouts. And we've and we got to start off with the Soul on Sports podcast. Thank you for rocking with us. We always appreciate it when you check in and applaud the show. The Ready, Set, Show podcast. New listener. We appreciate you for jumping on. And, and, and hopefully that we can give you some content that you appreciate. Uh, regular listener, Martha's Place. Thank you for checking in with us and following us still. We love that. Kevin Joseph at the KJO Show podcast. Thank you for staying with us, man. We appreciate you. New listener, Ernesto Delgadillo at the Lake Show is back podcast. You're a brave man for checking in with us. I don't know if you've listened enough, but this is Dub Nation over here. I'm not a Laker hater. As long as it's Cali, as long as it's West Coast, I always show love to the Lakers. The Lakers have been the historical franchise on the West Coast, and the Dubs are just earning their stripes. So I'm not a Laker hater. Just please, you know, with all due respect, don't come over here to Dub Nation throwing shade. But if you do, just be funny about it. Again, Lake Show is back podcast. Go check them out. Thank you for rocking with us. Of course, the Heated Waves podcast, good listener. 
We, we missed some of those call-ins. Let's go. Jordan versus LeBron. Let's hear what you got. You've been watching these playoffs. What do you think about what LeBron's doing with this scrub team he's got right now? I want to hear from you. Get back at us. I just want to talk sports podcast. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for checking with us. Give us some feedback. What what topics do you guys want to go ahead and, and talk sports about? We here. And then the Simple Man Radio Podcast. I like the I like the benchmarks you guys got going on over there. You know, Kiss from a Rose, Jalen. I like how you guys worked out that. Nice wordplay over there. Thank you for checking with us. We're going to do the same and return the favor for you guys. And any other podcasts that are out there, all you got to do is reach out to us. We'll reach out to you. We want to spread the love in this community. It's Cal and KO. We're brought to you by Anchor.